Everybody can sit and be quiet now. If not, they will know. Uh, I will pray and then I will get into, uh, I guess, what I'm going to teach. So, let's bow our heads. Dear Lord, uh, thank you for this day. Uh, thank you for just uh, these kids and just being able to go through life with them. Uh, thank you for the this church and just the, the godly men that we have here to just keep us all on track, just keep us all moving forward and just helping us to uh, work towards accomplishing your mission. Uh, just uh, be with us today as we go through church and be with the pastor this afternoon as or this morning, late morning, as he teaches. Uh, just uh, set me aside and, and, and use me as just a mouthpiece for what you have to say to these guys. Uh, and I just ask all this in your name. Amen. Uh, we'll start off with who has their Bible. And if you don't have one, go grab one. Wow, that's fine. If you don't have one, there's a stack right beside you, Bryson. You don't have one? Is there no more? You're going to want one because we're going to turn to a couple things. Here, there's some more over here. Here you go, here you go. There you go. Get familiar, get familiar. You got one, you got one, you got one. Smile. <laughs> okay. Look at that. Uh, when Luca asked me to do this last week, uh, I really didn't have anything prepared. Uh, at all, so I feel like I, I kind of felt guilty because of that. Because I'm like, I feel like if you asked Brian like right now to just come in here and teach you guys, he would just like put a whole sermon together. Uh, so my thoughts uh, today was kind of just to meet you guys where you're at right now, uh, and then help kind of just show you, I guess, a lot of stuff that you already know, but uh, that hopefully we'll just tie into where you guys are at in life right now. Uh, a lot of you started school. We just talked about how school is going for you guys. Uh, Brendan told me when I asked him about his week uh, that the school, like, uh, the first couple days of school was just mad chaos. Uh, every, you know, I think they started on Thursday. So, yeah, it was like a Thursday. So the first two days were just basically getting to know the school and the teachers just figuring out who's in their class. So it was pretty chaotic. And then the the, the second week of school, they... The teachers handed out the syllabus, uh, which was like their expectations for what the class was, uh, what they wanted to get, like what they wanted the students to achieve for the year or whatever. So that was kind of like, I kind of that's kind of what I was thinking when I was going to teach to you guys today. So I was just going to give you some things that uh, I don't want to say expectations, but like um, desires that uh, God has or Jesus has for the church. Um, the more uh, mature that like we become as Christians, uh, the stronger the body of Christ becomes. So like the more you guys grow, the more everybody at church grows, the stronger the body of Christ, or like the stronger our church uh, grows. Uh, and then like the bigger 
that the body of Christ gets. Like you guys all sit in there now on Sundays. You guys can see that we're getting bigger. More people are attending the church, which is a good thing. But the uh, so like the, the stronger we grow as a church or the as individuals in the church, uh, the farther our reach goes. Uh, like yesterday, we had kids come to our youth event that hadn't been to our church before. You know, hadn't some of them hadn't even been to a Royals game. Uh, they said it's the first time they've ever done anything like that. So like, obviously, we're growing. So we're getting stronger as a body, and then we're reaching people that are not a part of the body. Uh, so the greater our church's influences, uh, which allows us to help people that are in need or that don't have a church body. Um, so I had a couple questions that I wrote down that I was thinking about for you guys. Like, how can we, as a church, like, encourage those people to come back? Like, your friends. I do not want to come back. They don't want to come back? What? The question wasn't really about their desires. Is how can we encourage them to come back as Christians or like as the church body? Do you scare them with the Jesus freak stuff? Um, Jesus no, I would think they scare them saying if they don't, you're going to be everyone in the end. You're going to be 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 in the end. Yeah, I mean, it's good, though. We got them to come to church events, but like, how could we encourage them to come back? I mean, obviously, the youth event was like one tool. I mean, we got them to come to that. And like you guys said, you got to <laughs> give them some Jesus freak stuff. But but you got to share the gospel. Yeah, a little bit. That's good. Well, we had youth teachers there. What? You sat by us for like six innings. Ah, it's it's all right. That's so. One way would be the youth events. Is there any other ways you guys can think of that we can use to get friends or people to come back to church again? Kidnapping. 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 Yeah, we could do we could do that. I wouldn't recommend it, but Bryson. Flyers of the event. Yeah. But that's to get them to come to the event. So, like, how do you think you can get them to come back? Just keep inviting them. Just keep inviting them. Keep having events. Some of your guys' ways of getting people to come back to church are a little dark. Ah. I got another question. Uh, then, uh, how can we help our uh, struggling friends or brothers, uh, like? People that go to church with us, how can we help like keep them from slipping or like falling away from church in a situation? These are people that already go to church and that are already, you know, like could be people sitting next to you. How do we keep them from falling away? Yeah, that would be mean. What? Yeah, I feel like sometimes that's what we do every week. Beat them with the Bible. That's what we do to you guys. Just keep beating you with the word. Uh, anything else? Words of encouragement? Anything? Is that Juju? Yeah. Well, God showed them. Yeah. See where they're at. Meet them where they're at. Where are they at in the word? Where are they at? Like, you know, 
why weren't you here? Why didn't you do this? Why did you miss last Wednesday? Just talking with them, meeting them where they're at. Brianna, what were you thinking? Well, for oh. both of them, I would think it would be to show yourself friendly. Yeah. Pray for them, yeah. Perfect. See, now you guys are getting it. Huh? Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, if you have like a problem in the church, do you guys know how to deal with that? Like what you do if like you have an issue? Like Hallie. Hallie had friends and she said that she would find uh, one of her youth leaders. But... Yeah, but like if you guys have a problem, do you guys know what you would do in that situation. Anybody? Nothing? No? Well, that's a problem. What? You're done with giving suggestions. That's a problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, these are all things that you guys should know. I guess if you have a problem in the church or with the church, I mean, obviously you don't go straight to Brian, like... How I said, find one of us, and then we can take it from there. If we can't help you, I'm pretty sure one of us can help get you in touch with someone that can. Uh, so, um, we'll turn to Ephesians. This is the uh, passage, Ephesians three. Ephesians 3, verses 10 and 11. One of you bold youth members, read it for us. You're going to do it, Ollie? Hold on. Get, wait, get a second. Let some people get there. And then I want you to read it aloud, okay? Got, got it, Bryson? Have you found it? Grab your book. You're going to want these. Because if we get done early today, these books are going to come in handy. The Bible. Is everybody there? Chessa? Go ahead, Ollie. Read it out loud, buddy. Read it loud. To the intent that now, unto the principles... Oh, principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church, the, ma- the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose, the chief purpose in Jesus Christ our Lord. Yeah. Uh, uh, the intent uh, that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church. So the intent is known by the church. Uh the manifold, the wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose, so the purpose, uh, in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, uh, I just thought that that was a good passage, uh, talking about God's intent, uh, and then the, His purpose by the church. Uh, so I was gonna give you, I guess, not expectations, but, uh, not expectations. I don't know how to word what I want to say. I guess uh, desires that God has for us or His church body. Um, uh, God wants us all to be like grounded or strong uh, in our faith, uh, so that we can like withstand any struggles or turmoil that comes our way. 
uh, the devil's always trying to tear down what God is built, trying to build. Uh, and us as Christian, Christians have to uh, remember that we all have the armor of God. Uh, and I just felt like that was fitting because we just went through VBS and all that we talked about, the whole theme of VBS was putting on the armor of God. Uh, so this might be a little bit rhetorical, but we'll turn to Ephesians 6. Just a couple, like a page for some of you or whatever. Uh, and then we'll read uh, verses 10 through 17. And we'll... Uh, yeah. Does anybody want to read that? Any bold use in life? Ephesians 6. 10 through 17? Yeah? Stop! Ephesians 6, 10 through 17. Yeah. That's it. Ephesians 6. Yeah. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the laws of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against you're good. 14. You're good. Just stop there. Quenching the fiery darts of the wicked. Oh, did I say 17? My bad. Go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Lord of God. Yep. Uh, so, God desires for us to all just be strong in our faith, to have uh, the gifts or His armor uh, so that we can withstand all the wicked. I mean, I, I don't have to tell any of you. I think all of you guys already know that just bad things happen to good people, uh, like at school or wherever, since you guys are all starting to school. Uh, there's constant, you guys are constantly just get, gonna get, gonna get bombarded with like bad stuff, I guess. Uh, and you guys can rest in the fact that you guys, you know, if you're in the Word, you have God's armor, uh, and you're protected, and you can handle those situations in hopefully a better manner. Uh, so that would be one of the desires that God has, is just to have a strong foundation in Him. Uh, uh, then God also desires for us to, to be able to share, uh, God's Word or share, uh, like Hallie was saying, uh, your, with your friends, you know. Uh, when given the opportunity to talk about God, do you guys do so proudly? Like when you guys were talking to those girls yesterday, you know, do, were you doing so proudly you were, or were you doing it in like a mocking sense or like, you know, do you feel, I mean, obviously you felt like you didn't know how to share it in a way that they would get it, I guess, so. Because you don't want to sound like the one who takes you, the, where 
you're not saying you're going to bring that on. Yeah, you don't you don't want to like be too overbearing, but you want to be able to get your point across. Uh, I mean, I struggle with it as well. Like, uh, I wouldn't say I would say I struggle with it. I don't proudly share what I know or or God's word or like. Sometimes I just find myself in situations like where the opportunity just presents itself and I'm not really prepared for it. Uh, so then I don't, I don't know how to handle that situation. And then sometimes I find myself like in a, I don't plan on sharing the word or talking to somebody about God. And, uh, I, to my surprise, they're like, they're already, they're ready to receive it, you know, or they are already plugged into a church. And so it becomes easy. I mean, it's easy for you guys to talk amongst each other, each other, uh, about God, and then when we go to youth camp with other churches, it's pretty easy to talk to them. Uh, but like, are we doing so with friends at school? Are we talking about God proudly? Uh, we should never be ashamed to speak what we know. Uh, you should do so with pride uh, and wisdom. And the only way you're going to have wisdom in sharing God's word uh, is by being in God's word. Uh, so if you're not reading, obviously you you're kind of letting yourself down, or you're you don't have a leg up, I guess. Uh, so this is a good place to start is by being in the Word. Then obviously, if you'd really just hit an impasse with somebody, like come find one of us. I mean, not it's not just us at the church. I mean, some of you guys are pretty strong in the Word yourself. You could find a fellow classmate, uh, or it doesn't have to be anybody in the youth. Some of you guys have some pretty well-grounded parents. Uh, if you're struggling and it's to share the word or you got a friend at school that's lost and you really want to see them uh, maybe start coming to church more or just have better a better life. Maybe they're in a bad spot and you just want to see them not be in a bad spot. Uh, you can always turn to a parent or somebody at the church that's well-grounded. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think you've all been in a situation. I mean, I... I wrote it as a question, but like uh, my question was, have you ever been in a situation with someone or something where you just have felt the Holy Spirit convicting you? I don't know about you guys. I know I have. Uh, like the first handful of times I was at church, I felt like Brian was literally, his whole sermon was just geared at me, but not just in the church sense. Like, have you ever been, uh, I don't know how the situation went with you guys yesterday, but did you guys feel any conviction when talking to those girls? I was just kind of struggling with what to tell them. She just struggled with what to tell them? Did pretty good what to tell Yeah. Have you all been, has any of you ever been like a, in a situation where you kind of just feel something tugging at your heartstrings? Do we want to do a show of hands or no? Is that, too, is that awkward? Like where you've been in a situation where you just felt like the Holy Spirit was just, feel, you felt convicted? No. No, you don't have to say it out loud. Um, like, yeah, I mean, like God's kind of telling you something. I don't know. Like, say Luke's up here and he's like, how many of you have read your Bible this week? How many of you would just throw your hand up and proudly say that you read your Bible? Really? And then I'm sure if you did... Read your Bible, you don't feel convicted, but if you didn't, you might be like, ooh, maybe I should have read my Bible. That's conviction. Like that little feeling that you have inside, you know, like where you didn't do something maybe that you should have. Ah. Yeah, I don't know where my second point one went, but 
Uh, it just, if something's, yeah, I just said if you're feeling afraid to say what you have to say, then don't be afraid to say it. I guess, like, what's holding you back? So, uh, God gives each of us, here, hold on, I think I had some passages first. Uh, turn back to Ephesians 4. Maybe we can start here. Uh, does somebody want to read 11 and 12 for me? And then, yeah, that's good. Uh, Isabel, hold on. Uh, some of you got, we'll stay there and then we'll, we'll have another one. So go ahead, read it. No, no, you don't have to if you don't want to. Elena, what about you? How about you read it? Hold on. Let her read it. Read aloud. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Yep. And then uh, go to Romans 12, 4 through 8. And somebody wants to read those. Bryson, hold on a second. Let everybody get there. Yep. Romans 12, 4 through 8. My point here is that God, we all have gifts. God has given us all gifts. Ah, go ahead. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and everyone members one another. <coughs> Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given, that what? Is given to us. That is given to us, whether prophecy or let us prophecy, according to the proper, the preparation. Proportion. Yeah. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teaches on teaching, or he that is exhorting. Yep. Uh, so here it's like it's talking about we all have gifts God has given us all gifts whether you're like a teacher uh, or a ruler whatever we all have gifts uh, so um these gifts that God has given us, he expects us to use them and grow them. Uh, like a sword, if you use it a lot, uh, it gets dull. And if you don't ever sharpen it, then you just have a dull sword. Uh, and you can't really kill no one with a dull sword. Yeah, you get good at using it. But if you don't sharpen it, then it's not going to really do anything. Yeah, uh, so... Uh, God has given us gifts and he expects us to use our gifts uh, and develop them as we grow. Uh, and when we do that, as each one of us grows, as every single one of you becomes stronger uh, in your faith uh, and in the word and everything else, uh, then in return, the body of Christ is growing. Uh, so by being in the word, growing yourself, uh, 
in return, like the church as a whole is growing. I mean, guys, each one of you gets stronger. Uh, the whole church gets stronger. So uh, my thing was just uh, the gifts that God gives us uh, is a representation of Christ. So uh, we don't want to squander them. We don't want to like waste the gifts that God's given us. Uh, and now we'll turn back to Ephesians 4. And we'll read the first six verses of that. Does somebody different want to read those? Eli, haven't you? Did you already read? Ephesians six. Yeah, Ephesians four, one through six. No, you don't want to read it, Jackson. Oh, okay. Does anybody? 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 Yeah, we got a lot of junior high. Look at these guys all involved. Anybody? Anybody? You're, uh, yeah. Go ahead. That's, guys, it's not like we're twisting your arm. I feel like I'm pulling teeth here. With all willingness and meekness, long suffering, forbearing one another in love, and devouring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the love, and the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, even as ye are called, in one hope ye are called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all, through all, and in you all. Uh, we all have the Spirit, like, uh, we're all given fruit from the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that lives and dwells within us. Uh, so we, like God desires for us all to embrace the Spirit, you know, and to live every day to be more full of it. Uh, so I also want to turn to Galatians 5. I might be getting ahead of myself, but it's it's right by where we're at. You don't have to turn very far. Just a couple pages back. And I will call upon another high schooler. Another high schooler. Come down. No? Hallie? Do you have your Bible? Galatians 5? Lucas, Jackson, the one of you guys want to read it? Uh, yeah, this is a five. Jackson, go ahead. 22 through 26. The goal is for you guys to follow along. I hope I'm not being too all over the place, but I'm trying to get you guys to all see... Too fast? Yes. I'm sorry. Am I all over the place? Yeah, I'm trying to get you guys to understand like what the purpose of everything that we do here is. Why we come to church. Why we do what we do. Like God desires for us to grow in these areas. So like hopefully it's kind of helps you guys out. Jackson, are you there? Can you read it please? 22 through 26, Galatians 5. 
Uh, if you guys are walking in the Spirit, if you guys are in the Word, if you're attending church, uh, I mean, this, I'm sure all of you have heard this, right? The gifts, of all of these gifts, like I'm sure you guys have heard long-suffering and gentleness, joy, peace, all of that. I feel like that's not, that shouldn't be. I feel like it's not something you guys, that's new to you guys. So you guys have heard about all of these uh, gifts from the Spirit, or the fruits of the Spirit. Uh uh, the Spirit is so that we can live our lives in a way that we draw other people to want to be around us and in our circle, our circle, the church. This is like our little family. Uh, so if you're like living your life in the Spirit, uh, obviously you're hopefully radiating that out and your friends that at school or wherever that don't, you know, just come to a youth event just because it sounds like it would be fun, desire to come back to church. So that would be one way, like Brianna said, just living with the Spirit in you, that's one way to get your friends to come back to church, uh, just to be a beacon for them. Um, and then, uh, thankfully, like, we're not alone. We don't have to do this alone. Uh, God has, uh, God is with us the whole time. So let's turn to Galatians 15 now. Just a couple more pages over. And we'll look at verses, was it, is it, not, it's, I'm wrong. There's not Galatians 15. Oh no, 1917. Five? I think it's five. 1917. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm on the. Tutors. What? I said tutors. God is always with us, asking us to go about that, not to go about this alone, uh, and as we remain close to Him, and then He is going to be there with you. Nine through seventeen. Whisper is in all goodness and righteousness. I don't think it was that. I think it was Ephesians. What, buddy? Uh, I don't know. Back to my point. I had the wrong uh, reference first wrote down, so I apologize. Uh, but I'm, I don't have the right one. I, apo- I apologize. My handwriting is horrible. Uh, where I was going with that is you don't have to walk and live in the Spirit alone. God is always with us. Uh, he's always there. Uh, if you cling, it's like where you're clinging to the vine. That's what I'm thinking. I was just trying to go with it. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, as long as you remain close to God, uh, then He is going to be there with you. Uh, you should always worship God, uh, like listen to His voice, be in the Word, obey His commandments, and remain in His love. Uh, this is what His desire for us is. So, 
uh, if we are doing these things, then we can, uh, if we're doing these things, then we can achieve the things uh, he asks of, of us, which is his ultimate, like the ultimate goal for the church, whatever, is to make disciples. So we'll turn to Matthew 28, 15, or 18 through 20. And all of you guys should know this. Eighteen or twenty-eight, eighteen through twenty. This one should be familiar, but God's greatest desire, I guess, or biggest desire. Twenty-eight. And one more, one more bold volunteer to read this. It would be, yeah, it would be really cool if one of you guys just had this memorized. But you all should be familiar with this because I know Brian said it probably a hundred times over. Anybody? Want to read it? I'll read it. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, and always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Ah, so it is up to you guys. Like we, we teach you every week. We beat you down with the Bible, as Jackson says, <laughs> with the word. So it's up to you guys to continue to learn how to lead and achieve um, these desires that God has for you by walking with God and being in the word and growing in the spirit. Uh, like we do everything we can to help you guys. We show you verses and, uh, you know, try to walk with you guys, take you to Royals games and try to be and live life with you guys as much as possible. Uh, that's part of like discipling people is you got to meet them where they're at. Uh, you can't just go and evangelize, invite your friends to come to an event or whatever, and then just stop there. Uh, you have to disciple them. Uh, if you bring someone to church with the expectation that they will just fall in and start walking with the Lord like you are without investing your time in them, then they're not going, uh, if you're not going to walk aside them, then they're not going to, uh, yeah, they're just not going to, you can't just expect somebody just to come in and just start being a Christian and just, you know, doing the everyday thing without discipling them or showing them how or what to do. Uh, the church needs good, godly leaders uh, in order to accomplish the goals, God's mission. So some of the things, uh, this is something, there are, these are some things that we can be thankful for that we have here. Like we have awesome men and women in this church that are like great leaders. Like we really do. I don't, some of you might not see it now, but as you grow or get more involved in the church, like we have some really amazing people here that will disciple you, walk alongside you uh in where you're at uh but uh we can't those people aren't always going to be here so like we can't rely on them just to be the forever the future whatever so we have to continue to grow uh the church like grow and then i just ended with ie you guys we all have to continue to grow and that was basically it that was my spiel for you guys uh I will pray. I don't think I went over right. 
and then we will get out of here. We have a few more minutes, and then yeah, that's it. All right, let's pray. Dear Lord, uh, thank you for this day. Thank you for this time that we had, uh, just getting into your word. Uh, hopefully, I know your word does not feel fill void, uh, but hopefully that the kids can take something away from that and then something will resonate with them. Uh, God, just bless the rest of the day. Uh, bless the rest of this week. Uh, God, just look over these kids as they're all getting back into the everyday swing of life and school. Uh, just help them all to be to put on the armor every day as they go to school and just to be filled up with the fruit. Uh, help them just to be, uh, all of them, to be, to be little beacons as they're at school. Uh, just ask all of this in your name. Amen. Please take all your trash, your cans. How do I...